You're now listening to the AZs and Root Bruce podcast, brought to you by Blessed to Death. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you're now listening to the AZ Zerubu's podcast. This is your boy, Raynell Jamar, and I got my brother in the building. Who's in the building with your boy? This is your boy, Jay Davis. Um, yes, sir. Good to be here. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at J-A-Davis-I-I. I'm also on Twitter under the same handle, J-A-Davis-I-I. You can also find me on my website, www.jdavis.co. I got to write something because there's just been a lot to talk about. Man, I really well. We'll talk about it on the podcast, but I want to do a more art, uh, another version of what I'm feeling. Uh, but we'll talk about we, we're going to talk about something that's very important to me today. But yeah, man, how's your week been? It's been beautiful, man. It's been beautiful, brother. Um, it's been it's been a dope week, man. Yeah, yeah, it's been dope. Definitely since the last time we we did yeah. the, did the episode, so it's been it's been real dope. So, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, how about you? My week has been real. Yeah. Work is real. Yeah. God is good, but work is real. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel it's so you. real, man. But now, uh, it's been crazy. Like, um, one of the cool things, like, one of the highlights of my week has been finding or receiving new music. Mm, so, mm. you put me up on that Moonchild album. Right. Uh, what is it called? Like, a Little Ghost or something of that nature? Uh, what's that record called? Let's see. What's that record called? It is called... Um, Little Ghost, yeah. Moonchild's Little Ghost album, but man, like, you you put me on that, bro. Just good, like, just good, good music. So, I'm just Yeah, like, go check out that Moonchild album. That mug is fire. Bro, like, there's a song called The Other Side. I was just like, that hit, that hit my ticker in a real, in a real, real, real way. I love that. Now, the record so far is, like, a really good record, man. But overall, man, the week has been good. Um... Week's been good. Just been really just trying to to just figure out um, a lot of things and just trying to put things like into like really healthy perspective. So it's mm-hmm. been like a really good time. So I'm really, really, um, really glad about that. Yeah, man. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, man. Work, work is work has been cool for me too, man. It's a uh, you know I'm just you know just just trucking along. You know what I mean? Yeah, Doing I do. what I got to do. Um, but yeah, man. It's it's been dope, man. Um, so. Before we get started, I just want to tell everybody, thank you so much for those who listened to the last episode. Yes. Uh, we've been getting a lot of good feedback about it. Yeah. Um, and we truly appreciate it. For If y'all don't know, man, we won't be honest with y'all. We was kind of nervous about that episode. Oh, <laughs> yes. We was nervous. We was debating if we should even, you know talk about that mm-hmm. but we felt like if we did we wanted to be a, be very uh transparent and honest about where we where we were at you know what i mean yeah. um and so uh to to our surprise because it was a two-hour episode two hours you know what i'm saying i was gonna chop it up to two parts but, you but just couldn't how i couldn't yeah, yeah the way it was flowing i was like you know what we, we just got to keep it as it is and if who's gonna listen to it's gonna listen to it and um like a lot of people reached out to us and was like yo uh I, we they, we loved every minute of it. Uh, we liked the breakdown you was given. Um, you guys were given. Um, they just you know people was just rocking with it. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it was it was challenging for us because we didn't know how people was going to receive it. Right. But one thing we talked about before we started was we wanted to be honest and transparent yeah. because um, we felt like a lot of people was coming out giving 
takes that look so polished. Yeah. Yeah. And we felt like we know that ain't the case. Right. This is this is this is real life, y'all. This you know what I'm saying? This ain't the case. We know that, you know, some people are, are flip flopping or struggling or are allowing God to show them how to support it. And we just wanted to be, um, you know, what I'm saying transparent in that process. So, you know, um, we thank y'all so much for rocking with us for those who listen to it. Yeah. Um, I know a call, uh, quite a few people hit me up. I was like, yo, I'm a fan of what y'all doing right now. This is the first episode I listened to. Yeah. Keep doing it. You you got a fan, a subscriber. So we thank y'all so much, man. It wasn't easy, but we know what needed to be discussed. You know what I'm saying? And uh, cause the tribe, we're gonna take care of the tribe. Got you. Um, since then, a lot of people has been asking. Like I know Jeff was saying that one of the homies was saying we should do a part two. A part two. I heard somebody else ask me the same thing. Like, are y'all gonna do another episode? And we don't know yet. You know I what I'm saying? Can I be honest, with y'all? Let me, tribe, let me be honest with you guys. For me personally, I don't think that it would be beneficial for us to do a second episode yet. Right. And only reason why I say it like that, maybe not beneficial, but I don't think I think we need to give it some rest. This is the reason why. And it just as a as a as a recap of what we talked about. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that one of the biggest things that <clears throat> I I had to take after listening to the episode, because I listened to the episode, um, just to hear what I'm saying, um, hear what I'm saying and just make sure that I'm not just saying it just to make myself sound good. Right. But one of right. the biggest things that we had to do in this process is separate the two. Now, if we want to talk about the music, we'll talk about the music all day. Let's talk about the music. Right. 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 When we're talking about the idea of somebody's salvation, I don't think it would be beneficial for mm-hmm. us every mm-hmm. week to talk about somebody's salvation, to put somebody's right. salvation To give you the, updates. To give you updates it, it, of, right. yo, they healed the sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, <laughs> And right. people from the dead, like right, nobody's right. Jesus. <laughs> right. And at the, end of, at the end of it all, right, um, whether I've seen people that do not believe in the Lord be used by the Lord, mm-hmm. and I've seen mm-hmm. people that love the Lord with all their hearts be used by him at the in the same breath. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to really be careful with anybody uh, with anybody, like just making sure that we're not putting people's salvations on the floor, uh, salvations on the cutting floor. Are there are there things that we can be honest about and receive accountability as it pertains to like, hey, I agree with this, I don't agree with this, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. struggling with this. Can somebody lead me biblically to understand this? Right. Um, because also, like in in we see um, in scripture, not trying to go on a tangent, but we see in scripture that some things are yes are black and white. Right. Some things are black and white. Some right. things are just, hey, the Holy Spirit doesn't, Holy Spirit does not believe that you should be doing this. Mm-hmm. And Holy Spirit is might allow somebody else to do this. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that Holy Spirit might say to somebody, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. And they ignore it anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. So right, that's, right, right. that's a different conversation. Not trying to go on that tan on that tangent. Um, but I would just, I would, I would just say like, I think with anybody um, and what Raynell really brought home so well, um, brought home so well, uh, on the last episode is that with anybody that says that they're going to become a believer, I think it's our job number one to pray and also to pray that, um, pray that, uh, that they're surrounded by the right, the right individuals. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, not so much watch like in a stalker way, but Hey, like men lift them up. You know what I mean? If they're, right, right. if they're struggling. So that, that's yeah. just my take. That's why I wouldn't want to, I don't think we need to do right. Now something pop off. Right. Oh, we we yeah. own it. We own it. For I real, agree, for real. bro. I agree. But um, I just think like for me, I I think you know if Kanye and all the people that are connected to him or become connected to him become our focal point, then I think we lose the main. 
we we lose focus on what's really important. Yes, sir. Um, and if salvation is important, if uh, if culture is important, then we got to focus on all of culture and not just what Kanye West is doing. I agree one thousand percent. And that, like I said, that's the one of the reasons why we one of the reasons why we didn't want to kind of like necessarily uh, jump in in the in the and in, in, I would say in the circus per se. Because we don't want to be just another voice, but we felt like if we were going to be a voice, we wanted to be honest and transparent about yeah. it. You know, so that was just a another thing I was telling Jeff. You know, um, and this is just a recap. You know, we're not going to the full thing, but like like we said in that last episode, we gave y'all two hours, so we ain't got to talk about. We got it. some other things <laughs> yeah, to talk about, so we ain't got to talk about it. Uh, but I would say this, you know, um, two things. Um, I was going to say on the last episode, I didn't get a chance to say. Um, one was that. Um, me and Jeff offline was kind of discussing the Saul to Paul conversion <clears throat> and how people sometimes are using that and taking it out of context um, to defend Kanye. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, I mean, you know, it's between you and the Lord. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like uh, take a moment and really read the story of, of Saul yeah. and his conversion. And you will see how people are taking it out of context to make this narrative fit. Um, now we're talking about somebody just being being led to the Lord. Then, of course, we will take it from there. But it was a lot of things and nuances in that story that when you talk about it needs to be stated so you can understand the full context of the story. You know what I mean? So um, one thing we were referring to in the last episode was about skepticism and how it's, it could be healthy. And we were talking about that because in the story what people really don't talk about when they use the saw to paul conversion at all we've been noticing is that we don't talk about how skeptical the disciples were mm-hmm. um so we even talk about how when um the lord blinded saw yeah and then he was like well you will know it was me because i'm going to send somebody to pray for you and, and heal your eyes yeah when the Lord told Ananias to go pray for Saul, the very first thing he told the Lord was, are you sure? Because we've known that this dude has been going around killing Christians. Right. You know what I mean? Then only that when Saul now converted, went to the, dis- to the uh, apostles, to the disciples, they rejected him at first. Yeah. The Bible clearly says in Acts 9, 26, that they, they rejected him because they were afraid of him. Mind you, this is, was a known commissioned by the government at that time killer of christians yeah so they were afraid of him and it wasn't until barnabas came and was like yo he experienced something on the road to damascus that is real i could vouch for this dude so mind you that's two people that they personally knew Mm -hmm. not from the internet not from afar not from tv not from an interview not this is two people that they personally knew and they have done ministry with that vouch for the realness of the salvation. And then it says in the scripture, and then they went forward mm. and ministered. Mm. So we just got to make sure we keep it into context. So me and Jeff was kind of discussing that. And another thing I was going to say before we jump off into something else is that we have to be mindful as believers that this is a part of Bible prophecy. The Bible speaks about that. Every person will have an opportunity to know the Lord before his return. Everybody, like we said in the episode, shenanigans or not, Jesus is king. So, regardless hmm. if anything is done in spirit or in truth, if it's not, 
the opportunity is still there. Yeah. And thousands and millions of people that come across this opportunity and chooses to truly squander it or reject it, that's between them and the Lord. I mean, yo, like... Yo, this is kind of like a part two. All right, so <laughs> we don't, we don't, no, no, we gonna, we gonna go from here. I gotta say this. Man, genuinely... We'll share something. Yeah. Genuinely, I feel like God is giving us a real opportunity to get our lives together. Yeah. Check the hearts. Bro, he put hearts. He put hearts out there to expose. Like, yo. Think about it, man. How many, in the last three years, Mm -hmm. last four years, how many documentaries have covered who is Jesus? Yeah. 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 That's real. History, National Geographic, all of them. Bruh. Even in their disrespectful manner, how many cartoons refer to Jesus? Say it again. I said, even in their disrespectful manner, how many cartoons have referred to Jesus yep. or given us an yes. emblem of who Jesus is? Yes. Yes. Jesus Walk came out like how many years ago? Ooh. Mm-hmm. How many movies still in today, regardless of how liberal and mm-hmm. non-conservative we're becoming in our approach to life, how many movies still have like real like hardcore Bible preaching scenes in it right or a church scene where it is not a Catholic priest right you recognize that in the movies it's yeah. either like a super Catholic priest or a super hard preacher that right. moans and right. yells you yeah. don't have nobody sound like Joel Osteen right or right. that's true or it bruh Jesus has been giving us opportunity for years mm-hmm. to discover who he is right and I'll be honest with you I, me and my, bu- my buddy my buddy was crying because uh, you, usually, like we when we try to meet up at church on Wednesday nights, um, but he's in his master's program right now, so he wasn't able to make it. So he hit me up. He was like, "Yo, Jeff, how was church?" I was like, "Bro, you could have heard the air conditioning." Because um, one of our associate pastors, he he taught about hope, but he taught about hope in the essence of like the Lord coming back, mm. having a having a, a such a deep of hope in Christ that when all this turmoil and stuff starts happening. And the return of Christ and stuff like that, that our hope is so strictly on him. Right. That we're good, bro. You could have heard the air conditioning, fam. Right. Like, right. it was so thick in that right. body. Ain't nobody said amen. Right. Nobody right. Said, right. <laughs> it was all ears. Right. You know what I mean? And I was just like, and he laughed. He 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 laughed. He was like, bro, I'm going to check it out. And he hit me up like a week and a half later. He was like, bro, I can see why you could only hear the air conditioning. Right. Like, it was just like. If we stopped talking for a minute and you just heard the white noise in the background. Right, right. It was like that, man. I just really think, man, and I just, again, I speak transparently, man. Like, I just, bruh, like, each day, you know, I love, like, bruh, like, I got to appreciate, I just got to give you appreciation um, across the board. Like, I really appreciate, like, the tweets that you've been putting up, like, about, man, remember to say thank you to the Lord each morning. Don't right. Because it's important, man. That's a part of relationship. Right. You know what I mean? That's a part of, like, a, uh, uh that's a part of um, com- communication with God. You right. Know what I mean? And it's so necessary because right. you said it in pregame, we're living in such a time, man. Like, bro, like the whole soggy situation that just took place, man, that's, that's 40 miles away from us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 50, 50, 50 miles away from us, man. And um, two two people killed. Right. Uh, four four uh, injured. You know what I mean? Like, seriously injured. Like, the, the young boy. You know what I mean? Like, these are the times that we're living in, man. And, like, most definitely our hope has to be in God. You know what I mean? Like in, in these times, you know, and um, whether it be Kanye West, whether it be Lamar Odom, you know what I mean? Whether it be 
family guy. You know what I mean? Right. Jesus is real. You know what I mean? Regardless of like oh, if people want to believe it or not. Right. You know what right. I mean? And it's just kind of like one of those yeah. things. Try, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not trying to get serious, serious, but just kind of, it's just kind of ringing in my heart. Like, man, like, yo, like, man, just try it. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, you ain't got to be perfect to get to him. Right. He already know you ain't perfect. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Just, you got to, Right, you gotta just you gotta just try him. You know what I mean. So sorry, I didn't mean like to get super serious. I just like man, just no, nah, like, man, no. I think it's, think, I think it's thinking just, about this, like you know what I mean. Just it just really resonates, like man, like yeah. No, God. I think I think it's necessary because and I and I think I put a tweet out today where it's like keep your eyes on the Lord and not Kanye. Yeah, and I think we just gotta be mindful that it's so easy to be distracted. Um, and not to say that this is a distraction, but it can leave you distracted from what you need to work on. Yeah, man. Like, I agree with you, bro. Because I think, like, man, like, look at, uh, I don't know, all, like, Roman history, but, like, the, the, the things that, like, no, like, look at Bab- Babylonian history, right? Like, when the issues, when the issues that we see is, like, you know, some of those kings wanted to be God or wanted to be the God. You know what I mean? And we see, like, man, we see this thing of, if we are not careful, man, like, and this is not just a Kanye West thing. This is just, uh, this is just, uh, this is just a pastoral. This is just an artistic yes. thing. Yes. Like, yes. if we're not careful, man, we'll we'll turn these people into idols. Come we'll on turn now. people into. I think it's already happening. You know what I mean? Turn people into our saviors. Yeah. And man, like, again, bro, like, I, I I'll recap. I think the biggest thing, my whole thing with like, man, for the people that don't know the Lord and are getting an introduction or singing songs about Jesus that don't know God. Right. That's really a beautiful thing. Because right. What does the word say in Philippians that right. every knee shall bow, yes. every tongue shall confess yes. that Jesus Christ is Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what that, or then that's, we, we used to sing that song back in the day um, that he is Lord. You know what I mean? Which is a, such a, a, a powerful song. But I think my struggle, uh, I think the biggest thing is I just really pray across the board, man. Like, don't get me wrong, man. Every, almost every week I start to listen to more of the Kanye West album. I still stick to my, my two and a half, three from last week. The production, some of the writing is okay, but I'm also like the type of music I listen to ends up being in this kind of like weird frame. So I'm mm-hmm. still enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's that thing of man, like uh, if we're not careful, man, like Kanye cannot be our Jesus. You know what I mean? Say it again. Um, Kanye cannot be our Jesus. Right. Um, Colin Kaepernick can't be Jesus for mm-hmm. us. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Jerry Lorenzo can't be jesus for us you know what i mean like all these people like that have strong and positive influence you know my pastor can't be jesus for me like i really need to know that's so good i really i really need to know jesus for myself Mm -hmm. and i think god does like bless us and i think we're so fortunate especially like in america to um to have uh to be blessed and across the world whether it be you know fashion designers or or musicians and artists like to have like um really positive uh influence as it pertains to like culture and things that we're truly able to enjoy and how people are really blessed with their gifts but man like if we're not careful man um if we're not careful i remember this man one time a long time ago me and my buddy he's hanging out with me um i had to get my hair cut and we got in this uh we kind of got in this debate uh with people and i wish i knew a little more scripture Mm -hmm. scripture reference back then um, because the whole idea of like Saul um, being the chief musician, and I mean no, uh, Satan being the chief musician uh, or Lucifer, mm-hmm. and uh, people were arguing that that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so you're like, oh my goodness, okay. like they're like, and we were like, bro, it's Bible, like right. it's Bible, like right. he warred against God trying to take over heaven. Like, right. No, that's not true. But the the phrase 
that kept on capping cap- up. But my pastor said, but my pastor said, but mm. my pastor said, mm. and thing was like, bruh, but what does the word say? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what does the word say? There you, you know go. I mean? Right. And it's just very important. No, I think we should honor our, our pastors, especially when it's like, man, this is what oh, hit this me. This is good. I like the this way you're saying this. Yeah. This is what hit me. This is what this is something that my pastor said, and this is how I need to apply it for my mm-hmm. in my life according to what scripture says. Yes, yes. But if we get to a place of like, yo, but President Trump said, Senator yeah. this said, President Obama said this, and this because he said that this must be factual, then man, we put ourselves in so much danger right, right. because we're we're setting up um we're setting up idols. We're really setting up idols, man. I feel this so strong, bro. Like like we're setting up idols you know what i mean like yo just because so-and-so can do this doesn't mean i can do this right. you know what i mean for the <sighs> i think what you're saying is so important especially with the time we're living in i think me and you talked about this before um oh well just offline where i was saying like you know people say like well um well look at the fruit you know this that but do you know what fruit looks like do you are you able to listen to a message and decipher that this person, this minister is giving you an opinion versus this is the word. Right. That's then, like you said, that's come from you knowing the word for yourself yeah. beyond just what people are telling you. Um, and it doesn't mean you have to know every scripture, right? But it's about you knowing the scripture enough to know how God operates. Yeah. I think bro, like if, when, if we really want to talk about fruit and I'm not trying to, and any pastor can correct me on this, we see fruit a lot or we see the ideas of, um, and I love what you're saying, man. Um, because when you said that in pregame, it was real. And this is, again, this is, this is just this now, this is just a global conversation. Yeah, this is just a general conversation. A general at this conversation. Point. And this, and I put myself in the fire. I'd rather not me brag about my fruit mm-hmm. because fruit can spoil. Right. Fruit can go bad. Right. And fruit don't appeal to everybody. Right. You know what I mean? And I think, um, what ends up taking place is, um, one of one of the true definitions of what we see, what I've seen biblically, is fruit is produced in 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 two ways. Mm-hmm. One is planted. Mm-hmm. Second is pruned. Mm-hmm. 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 Two. That's <laughs> hey. Listen to what he just said. Planted or pruned. Those are the two ways. It mm. has to be planted first. It has to produce something, right? Psalms one talks about blessed is the man. Who is who is planted by the rivers of right. water right. so that he can produce much fruit? Right, right? right. that's right. what. Right, 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 right. What Jesus says, "I'm the true vine. Right. <laughs> I'm the right. true vine dresser." Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He talks right. about how how when we refer to vines, what were they? They were crushed. They were grapes were being produced yeah. off of that. Right. Producing good wine, yeah, right, yeah, fresh wine. Right. What do they have to do in order to right. be fruitful? So I'm not saying that you know my whole thing is like when we talk about people and they have fruit, I'm not saying that their pruning has to be public, but there has to there should be some definition of I've been pruned. Mm. There should be some. There that should so be good. some. There should be an example of what what pruning looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and pruning, and we see prune pruning take place when uh, we see the definition of pruning when somebody's back again is against the wall, mm-hmm. right? Or what the Bible says in um, in, so- in Proverbs three that when somebody has the opportunity opportunity to do right, 
then they've done so. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. talks about that at the end of Proverbs 3, where, you know what I mean? And so in my life, so let's put Jeffrey at the forefront, right? One of the things that I, I really talked to, I, I, I was it really been on my heart is, um, is like a story of like Joseph and Daniel. And it's like, again, when I'm in the position, right? Um, when I'm in the position um, to do right, or what does my behind the scenes lifestyle look like? I can preach gospel all day to you. We can have this mm-hmm. conversation. We talked mm-hmm. about this in last that last episode. We are um, we are ch- church boys to the to the max, right? right? We we uh, we can speak the lingo. Mm-hmm. I could tell you what scripture exactly to touch the the pinpoints of your excitement, right? Oh, that's like that. That's the key statement. You know what I mean, right? I, I know how to I know how to say amen. Right. I know right. how to give you the right head nod. Mm-hmm. Does my lifestyle and, and my life the my dad is a is a is loves to plant. I know your mom likes to plant yeah, too. Right. Man, some of the best gardening doesn't take place in the daytime. It takes yeah. place during the night yeah. when nobody's watching. That's it. That's it. That's it. You feel me? Yeah. So it's just kind of like, man, what does my fruit? You know. And then we t- we and then we get de- true definitions of the of fruit, like fruit of the spirit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like does not encompass the ideas? Like, does my life encompass like love? Does it encompass joy? Does mm-hmm. it encompass mm-hmm. peace? Right. You know what I mean? Does it does it encompass uh, self control? You know what I mean? Right. Does it encompass those things? You know right. what I mean? So, um, I I want fruit in my life. You know what I mean? Um, and I desire that that we all have fruit. You know what I mean? Right. I think we just like you said. You have to make sure um, that my good deeds or my ego, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that my ego doesn't encompass the idea of, oh, I really got fruit. Right. I think some of the best people that have fruit don't even talk about it. They don't their talk fruit. about it. You'll never know. They don't talk about their fruit because, but they will tell you about their persecution. Yeah. They will tell you about how the Lord brought them through. So I just think that, man, like in this time that we're living in, man, we just, we really have to be careful. I think social media, I pick on social media, although I think it's a very necessary medium right. in the time that we live in, especially because it can be uh, used for good usage. I think we have to really be careful with, uh, man, in 2020, I just hope that we stop throwing around like the goat. Everybody right. can't be a goat, bro. Right. Everybody can't be LeBron. You know what, I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, think, I think that's the same thing. I think, um, I think if, I think there's some things that we, we I think it's good that, that people see churches doing things, see celebrities doing things, you know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. when it becomes like good stuff. But um, we just really have to be, I think 2020, um, as we're, as we're leaning that it will just be a year where we are, man, like, you know, we, we, we seek the fruit, but we don't seek, um, we don't, we, we seek it from a, a from a healthy motive. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. man, that's my heart, bro. I, I know that was a lot, y'all, but it was just like, it just kind of hit your boy. Um, yeah. Yeah, just, just, just no nah, man, look, man, like like I said, not just a recap of the episode. And like I said, we, as you see, it was tough for us to even have the conversation, but we had it. We put it out there. It's for y'all to listen, to enjoy, dissect. If you agree, you agree. If you don't, you don't. We we understand it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everybody's gonna be at different places. I know <clears throat> I didn't go real deep into my thoughts about Sunday service when I went because I feel like it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I don't think the way I feel or my experience there should even matter to people. But I will say, like, like I said, it's like it's all about you have to. I remember back in the day, my bishop said something, and I, and I back then when I heard it, I was laughing. But now, as I'm older, it just becomes more and more prevalent. It's like 
He says, like, if you struggle with, if you should do something, pray about it in the spirit for 30 minutes and then let the Holy Spirit press on your heart if you should or you shouldn't. Good. You know what I mean? But, it, but being spirit-led is like life or death. Bruh. Life or death. Sir. You know what I'm saying? So See, it's like just. Why? No, you're speaking real, real. Like, you just got to be spirit-led in these times, and whether that's with Kanye West or with any let's say a new a new pastor comes up and is just killing the game you got to be able to be like oh. heck you got to be spirit led with your job mm-hmm. with a new with new employment job with people you do business with with relationships like can we just keep it real like, like it's spirit led ain't just a just ain't a uh nah. a church thing but also if i can add to that i'm gonna add jackie perry said something jackie hill perry said something so key having discernment and being spirit led is not just uh negative skepticism no nope. it's also being able to identify mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. healthy you know what i mean yes yes so i just want to add to that, yeah. that hit- no that's true and like i said it goes to like can you identify fruit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. And um and like I said, it's not to say that good deeds isn't fruit, but can you just look at talk to somebody and be like, dang, God is really working on that person. That's and then like you said, it's not gonna look like perfection, right? But it's gonna look like improvement. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That is good, bro. So it's just just that's just what it is. But you know, one thing I I, I text Jeff because we we went somewhere. We are gonna talk about it right now. And I after we went to this concert, I said it hit me, man. Like. I've been seeing a lot of people make these statements about uh, we touched on it in the last episode, but it's like, oh, such and such should be doing this, da 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 da. You know, it's, we don't see any tr- Christian artists say Jesus, boom boom boom. And I text Jeff, I said, man, you know what? It hit me that Tori Kelly and PJ Morning is just as important as Tasha Cobbs and Jonathan McReynolds. And so let's why well, you made that healthy transition. Let ha! us talk about the PJ. I wish I had an organ right now, ladies and gentlemen. Bruh. Can I have an organ? Huh. Bruh. Let's talk about what went down last week. All right. So, we. All right. So, let me just say this. Yeah. I'm going to say two things. Pale was dope. Uh huh. I love Pell. You like Pell? I, I don't like Pell. You didn't like Pell? I loved it. Okay. That's the type of stuff I'm trying to do. Okay. That's okay. I'm like, I was all studying. Right. All right. I was studying. All right. But that I forgot her name. I don't even remember her name. I, I was like, I just want to I low key want to tweet PJ like PJ. What's it starts with an A? I forgot her name. Yeah. It ain't important. Well, it is important. Right. But I was like, PJ, no. I don't right. know who I don't know who that she was at the Roots picnic when I went. Ah. So I, I, me and my lady kept was like, man, like dang, like she looked familiar. She was at the Roots picnic. Was she dope at the Roots picnic? Um I don't know. She wasn't memorable. Exactly my point. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I'll put so, it like that. But, Pete, y'all. Hey, look. How many times have you seen PJ? At least four. Okay. I want to say four times. How about you? I think this was either five or six. Okay. I think, yeah, you've seen him more than I have. Because I saw him with Trio. Mm-hmm. And I saw him one time by myself. Right. When you, I think you weren't able to. Right, got sold out before I could get a ticket. Yeah, so I we bought our ticket early in August, early August. Yeah, yeah. So let people know who PJ Morton is. I know we talk on this podcast, like ladies and gentlemen, two people we're gonna talk about a lot on this podcast. That's PJ Morton and Goat LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? You talk about both of <laughs> them a lot. Those are the two people we talk about. Now he might not be your goat, and he's not my goat goat, but he a goat. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this though, bruh. You said something and I tweeted it the night of. I was so I was so moved, man. Yeah. It was anointed, bro. I was so I went to now you know I'm a Justin Timberlake fan. Yeah, yeah. And I bragged about the Man of the Woods tour because I've been wanting to see Justin Timberlake since 2020 came out. Right. Um, because it was 20, it was 2020. What was what was between Man of the Woods and 2020? He did another 2020 album. He did two 2020 albums. Okay, so 20 Man of the Woods was dope, mm-hmm. but you know you walked away like that was a show, right? Or maybe he did another album in between then. Those two. He albums. did well. He did the uh the uh the Trolls album, but I can't stop the feeling. Well, he did the whole soundtrack. I'm not sure, but he did. Um, he had a, a big single of, off of. The, he had the lead single. Yeah. So, but I, I hey man, wa- we sorry that we some nerds, man. Like, look, this is what we are. <laughs> we are who we are. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, bro. But yeah, go ahead. No, he did. He did a lot of. I bet he had some production. Yeah, 2020, and then uh, the Man of the Woods. You're right. Yeah. So, but man, yo, I think he's coming up with a new project too. Yeah. I wonder what I that's keep gonna seeing sound like. Kenyon in the studio with him. I wonder what that's gonna sound like. Because like 2020 was dope and Man in the Woods had a sound to it. Right. And just trying to figure out where what else can he really do writing maybe, wise. Maybe back to that real true R and B sound. Maybe that true I would love to see him do some more like Chris Stapleton stuff. Yeah. Like how he just say something. God, yo, bro, yeah. you man, you jacked me up on that that song. That <laughs> man, either way. Chris Stapleton yo, Chris Stapleton guy, got this bro. song got either way, yo. Woo. That Raynell had me at my desk, like, bruh, I bro. real thug tears, yo. Like Jack me. I trip people out. I'm a fan of country music, man. Chris Stapleton is my guy. And then one week I was just kind of revisiting his albums. He had three albums out. And bruh, just... Yo, Raynell hit us up in the group. The group uh, the group chat was like, check this out. It, it was just one of those things that stopped me in my, my tracks. Like it was good writing. But back yeah. to back to Justin, back to PJ. Um it's been it's been a minute since I really I walked away from some stuff. I love a good concert to me is when like it, it don't just like hit me like I want to be a better musician, right? But when I walk away like I really want to just be a better person, right? And I've seen PJ, I've seen PJ like five to six times. Um, I've seen him about five to six times, and every experience has been a great one because it really is like you said it so genuinely and so honest at the concert. It really is. It's like a family reunion. It is, bro. Like, it is. I ran into so many people there, yeah. and some people that I knew were there, I just didn't even get to see them. Right. But I knew right. a handful of people that were there, and not just because it's L.A., but just because it's like a P.J. Morton concert, yeah. you know? Yeah. And because um, he's a musician, musician, a singer, singer, a writer's writer, like yeah. he's just the he's really. And you said something going back. You said something that's really resonated. We really do have to honor and respect our legends. You gotta take care of them, bro. Um, He's a legend. He's a whole legend. Because in case y'all didn't know, PJ Morton wrote the song Let Go, Let God. So everybody using that phrase? I'm just saying. Yo, PJ made it a, a song. He made song. it a song song. Like, it is a worship song at churches. Like, real, real. <laughs> Make you cry. Like, like <laughs> yeah. No, and his version is dope, too. His I like his version better than the other one. And then he wrote the stuff for like Trinity 5 7. He's been on the road with Mary Mary. And then also we know him as a writer and as a musician from Room 5 now. So, I mean, he's I mean, just so for like. all those people who keep saying that there's not enough Jesus in it. So, um, so th- these were a couple of reasons why. Number one, um, it was one of our close brothers' first time seeing PJ. Yeah, friend of the show. Chris. Chris. 
And so just to see his appreciation, and it was my sister's first time seeing the PJ Morgan concert. Really? It was her first time. Okay. It was her first time, and I feel, uh, and so just to experience that joy with with my with my friends and my family, I was like, "Yo, second, the Lord blessed us with these dope seats." Hey, we had some VIP type of experience right there, brother. Yeah. Hey, look, ladies and gentlemen, when you go to a concert with your boy right now, I'm gonna try to have the best experience possible yo, set up for us, yo. Right? Bless this, because you want to explain about the seat situation? Yo, so this is what happened. At the particular venue in L.A., um, there was a balcony. So basically at the bottom, there's standing room only, general mission. And the whole show was general mission. But it's general mission, standing room about, uh, at the bottom, and then upstairs, it was more like VIP general mission. So there was a, it was a balcony full of, like, uh, seats, tables, bleachers. Yeah. It was very interesting. It was interesting, right? So, um my plan was, okay, I'm going to get there early enough because I didn't want to stand. I was I'm going to get there early enough to see if I could get into that VIP general mission thing seating area. So me and my lady got there. When we got there, the people was like, yo, um, it's only this one row in the middle that was available. So when we got there, we was like, dang, there was a bunch of people sitting down already. It was like two seats. So I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And I was telling my lady, I was like, dang, you know, Jeff and Chris hasn't got here. I think y'all, then Chris just called me, see, is a room for three. So I was kind of like, I was trying to kind of bum rush somebody out of their seats. You know what I'm saying? So as soon as somebody got up, I was going to be like, hey, yo, the homies is here. But like, no, it was no seats available. So I was just telling my last thing, you know, they coming up here. You know, I was telling them that up behind us, we're just in the balcony, we're standing like Which nobody. I was going to be so cool with. Yeah. That seat. That was a good. Yeah. Like so the standing above us was still good. It was like dead in the middle right there. So like, I go greet uh, Chris and Jeff as they walk in, and as we're talking, uh, we were. I was telling about the seats. I said, "Hey, right there, bro. There's no more seats, you know." And then the lady, the attendant, come up and was usher, like, usher. "Yeah, the usher come. <laughs> she comes up out of nowhere, and she was like, "Hey, do you guys need um um help being seated?" And I was like, "No, I'm already sitting over there. You know, everything else is not open." She was like, "Oh, this area right here just opened up, bro. Like a whole road that nobody knew about." Bro, we snatched them buddies up so hey, quick. Jeff, Chris, his sister, me, my lady, we took that joint. I just felt bad because I had some family and some and their friends that <laughs> got, that got us that helped us get in. For reals, but oh. they went to the bottom first. We right. went directly to the top, yeah. so there was no more room left right. on our row. Right, and I'm like, yo, I'm gonna do my best. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, cousin. Man, I went to get them set, but because. Those end seats got snatched up Real before quick. they came in. Oh. And so the time I came back, I had to grab my sister. Uh, I felt so bad. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. fam. I sorry, got y'all next time for sure. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but back to, we, we regressed. Yeah, so that's what happened with the seats. So we was able to be blessed with some, with some very dope seats in the balcony. Um, comfortable, too. I ain't gonna lie. The mugs is deep. It was just chilling. And great. You. Great view, right enough where the, you can hear the sound. Yeah, you can see everything you can see reactions. Right, yeah, it was dope. It was dope. Yeah, it was an experience. Real talk. Yeah, so um, we I think last time we went to a PJ show, we we covered it. Um, we covered his albums, but I don't know. Like for me, man, like it was just it was just a different show. 
I don't know if it was because it's like this is one of those things like it was a much bigger production for sure. Bigger production, I think too. Like it made you cherish those first shows that you went to, right? Like because we had some good memories. Yeah, at yeah. yeah. <laughs> we saw him at the Roxy. What else we see him? At? Troubadour. The Troubadour. I seen him at El Ray when he did Trio. Yeah, I seen him at the El Ray and he did his Christmas show, <sighs> Tumble Christmas. Yeah, that was yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I seen him two. I've seen him do two gumbos. See him do New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I've seen him do Paul, and I think I seen him do the tail end of Emotions. Mm, okay, okay. No, I've seen him do two, two. Uh, I seen him do New Orleans. I think twice. I've seen him do uh, Gumbo twice. I've seen him do Trio. No, yeah, I've seen him six times now. Right, right, and um. And so it was just kind of like, man, it was just a good, like, I, man, like from Jump, so like his features were dope. Mm-hmm. I like that he changed up the band. Yeah. So like he didn't have horns this time, but he had like uh, two different background singers, not the Moors. And then he also had um, like auxiliary, uh, auxiliary keyboard player that like really filled in well. That was Mac and all those synth parts. Um, of course, Brian Cockerman and uh, Shamaya Turner and uh and ed clark as his foundational band um i loved how jojo came out i loved how toby she killed came. it too she killed it i was hoping she'd do the song with the other part for how deep it, i was like oh please let jojo come back out but but the crowd did it justice i, just, I wish i already recorded that moment but i was just so locked in yeah but yeah um how he did don't let go Man, look, man, like, seriously, that was the best PJ Morton concert I've been to. Yeah, energy-wise, too, from yeah. Jaw. Yeah. It was like, I don't think PJ ever had to ask once, like, y'all still with me? Yeah, yeah, nah. Like, the energy was right. One thing that hit me hard, bro, and I don't know how you felt about when he said this, um, but when he talked about Gumbo was supposed to be his last project. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that, that really hit me. I was like, oh, for reals? Yeah. Like when he said that, um, I was kind of like, it just really, again, um, it really brought back the idea of like, we got to protect our legends. We got to, uh, we got to. And it just really brought like, man, like it really hit me hard. Like, um, just like how, and I say this with like all humility, but just how gifted the squad is. Yeah. And it just really made me think about like, um, um, how important it is for us not to quit. Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, and it reminded me uh, that where we're at doesn't mean we have to be the next so-and-so or the next right. this and that, but it just reminded me, like, yo, like, you really have something. Right. Own it. Right. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Nurture it. Nurture it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because somebody's depending. Right on your gift. You know what I mean? And imagine, bro, imagine PJ Morton. I think PJ Morton probably should be writing, but imagine if he said, yo, made an announcement, hey, y'all, Gumbo's gonna be my last album. We've never have Gumbo Unplugged. Yeah, that's real. We've never have Gumbo Christmas. Yeah. And Gumbo Christmas is a smacker. Yeah. And we never have Paul. And we would never have these experiences. Like, bro, like, what, in reality, right, what artist do you really know that still performs at uh, that probably two uh, easy two two thousand twenty five hundred people in that that right. building, 
still performs it like it's like a 30 person venue. Bruh. He still give you that energy. Right. Bruh, they didn't have no click track. No. I didn't see no pro tools on pro tools on the side. That was all live instrumentation. Just like them. They might have had Bruh, metronome. Um I can't even tell y'all like, oh my god. You know what I mean? Like Bruh. But uh Yeah, bro, like I mean just It was right. It, I mean, look, it was a master class from top to bottom with artistry, with singing, um, energy, storytelling. Um, it was just a beautiful experience. And this is this is the other thing, bro. I told this, and let me know if I'm wrong yeah. about this. He only gave us like twelve percent of his catalog. I was, I was, no, you're right because I was telling uh, my lady, I was like, yo, he only really did, uh, he did mostly gumbo. Mostly Gumbo, Paul, and then he did uh, a little bit of New Orleans. A little bit of New Orleans, and maybe a joint off of Emotions. That was it. So I was telling Jeff, I was like, yo, if he would have taken anything uh, Christmas. If he went anything Christmas, if he would have went deeply into Emotions, he didn't even do uh, he didn't even do none of the stuff from PJ Morton Band. Right. He didn't even do... Uh, yeah, bro. He didn't give us. He had. He still had a lot of. He didn't do a lot of stuff off of following my first mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh. Yeah. No. Yeah. If he wanted to, like, I mean, look, man, like, I knew that. I kind of called it when it happened. I was like, yo, if he go for what's that song he did that would that led into just a massacre. Like he just <laughs> he pulled out the Uzi. It was just like I'm not letting up. Empty the clip. Open another round in. Just gave it to us. us uh. Uh, he's like, all right, all right. right. Oh man, like, that was a moment. Then he went into uh, everything. Go, bro. Let that me tell was you something. Moment. It was no. That man was really like the Lord was using that man. Like seriously, like he was like preaching, bro. Like he had a sermon, sermonette. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. Like the way he was singing everything. He kept singing. He was like, everything. I was like, I said, Jesus. <laughs> Everybody, like, and then not only that, the little riffs and runs they was doing musically to take it up higher and higher. Then I love when he stopped it, came back low, and it brought it out. It's like, this dude just knows it's a master class, bro. He knows what he's the live show killer, bro. He's the live like, show killer. Talk, bro. Yeah, like, like, it's an experience, bro. People got to go see PJ Morton for reals. Like, yeah, it was like, bro. Um, I was hyped, bro. The king of R and B. So for a minute, dude, like I, I was trying to be respectful of the people behind us because I didn't know if it standing up was gonna block their view, because we had some 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 foolishness taking place. Yeah, some people was doing some weird stuff. But bro, when he went and said everything was gonna be all right, I just had to get up. I looked behind me. I saw everybody was standing up. They was having church behind us, bro. Yeah. Somebody was, was like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody was going in. Because, bro, it was like that, though. Like, the, I feel like the anointing fell, bro. Yeah. And he was just on that wave, bro. And it was just, it was inspiring. Like, mm. it was motivating. I felt, I left fed, bro. I Real talk, I felt convicted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I concur, bro. I felt fed afterwards. I was like. Oh, that did my spirit well, bro. And I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like the fellowship after was just a uh, just icing on the cake. Icing on the cake. Yeah, it yeah. just brought back like 
Yeah. Like, this is life, yo. Yeah, like, yeah. Is, it did, man. This is what, like, I walked, like, I think I didn't go to bed till 2 o'clock. Yeah, I didn't go to bed till, like, 2.30. Yeah. But I woke up, like, the next day so jolly and yeah, sleepy. Like, yeah. This is good. It like, was, it was, it was a good time. If PJ Morton is in your city, do your, treat yourself and go see it. And get a squad of people to go with you. I had yeah. a great time with my squad. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, like... You know, seeing my boy there, seeing Chris, like I loved. I was watching Chris, and he was just studying, like, yo, Chris got next. And study with Chris. Chris said it. He was like, yo, he is our generation, Stevie Wonder. I was like, facts. I mean, we again, we gotta, we gotta respect our legends. We gotta respect them. We gotta take care of them, man. Like it is what it is. And like, and Chris, as a singer, he made some great points. He was like, just the nuances he was doing, like, bruh, his swag on, um, I don't want to go through your phone. When he was performing, I was like, this dude is a performer, bro. And a storyteller. Like, the way he was performing that, I was just like, or the, I love the way when he talks to the crowd or he interacts with the people. Mm-hmm. It's like, because it's not like he's trying to be something that he's not. It's very PJ. You know what I mean? It's still his personality. Yeah. You know, and it's like when he touched the keys, and he was like, man, thank you. you know, I don't get enough of that. He said, you know, me just touching this. I don't get a lot of responses about this part of me. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Because he's a beast of a piano player. Like, monster. And it was just like, yo, this this is he a real dude. Like, somebody you would love to kick it with. You know what I'm saying? I, I still got my picture in the phone when I took it with him. Yeah. And I got mine, like, too. Yeah. I was like, this is a hero. Yeah, yeah. And he's the coolest dude, too. Right. It wasn't like, with him, it was one of those things of like, I didn't feel like when I got that one time I met him at the Emily King. I actually just stayed for the Emily King concert to meet him. And what was crazy is like somebody uh, stole, the, stole, got their picture before me. Although I was waiting, he's like, "Man, you got you got to speed up, man." They they got the picture before you, and it was just like it was like it was nothing to him. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. It was just like yeah, yeah, um, man. And like and like my lady was like, "Do you still got your picture?" And I was like, "Of course I do." You know, I mean. Me, her, and my brother, we went to the um, Gumbo Listening event they had in mm-hmm. L.A. So we got a chance to meet him. It was like a dope little presentation he did. Um, he had like a little movie set up with it. And then um, we was able to ask him questions and talk afterwards. It was just really dope. He was super cool then. Um, but yeah, I, I learned a lot, man. Yeah. But like I said, it made me realize like, you know, like I said in the last episode, you know, we can't put evangelizing in one box. PJ Morton is a, is a believer. Yeah, his dad is. For those who don't know, his dad is Bishop Paul Morton, a legend. A legend. He was like, he had like a mega church, yeah, if not churches. Yeah, <laughs> in New Orleans. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, he makes good, clean soul R and B, um, and that's necessary. You know, I say that's necessary, especially with him and Tori Kelly, because I feel like. <clears throat> I don't want to be disrespectful to my people mm-hmm. of the faith, but I just want to be real. A lot of y'all <laughs> come off as if you can't listen to anything else but Christian music. And that's between you and God, all right? Preach, brother. But I want to tell you that there is people who are believers who make good, clean music. Just soul music, yeah. Soul music, R&B, jazz, rap, Lecrae. Um, that people... <laughs> think that in order for to you to enjoy it and for it to be considered Christian that they have to say Jesus so if I'm talking about I want to be with my wife Jesus is my Christ that's not going to sound right right 
I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm sorry, Lord. I love you, Lord. You know what I'm saying? But I need quality time with my wife right now. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? You, 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 your spirit's in the room with me. You know what I'm saying? But... <laughs> We got to keep it real, though, because I'll tell you this right now. You think Bishop T.D. Jakes going to put on some Fred Hammond commission? You think he'll put on commission or he put on boys to men? Who is? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, he going to put on some Stevie. He might put on Marvin Gaye. Like, let's just keep it real, y'all. We live in life, yo. And we have people of today who are believers who make life music. But we don't consider it. Like, Last year, a big pop star won the best gospel album, Tori Kelly. I know we hyped on Kanye, but Tori Kelly just did this last year. But she's always been herself. Herself. She's and, we, and, they, and she got black. She was getting. That's a different story. Though. She been herself from the her rise to now. She has been herself. She has clearly said. I don't wear these type of clothes because of this reasons. I don't talk about this because of this, this. like she's very consistent mm -hmm. in her walk and it comes off in her music. Mm -hmm. And she decided to do a gospel album and one best gospel album, which is fire. Her and Kurt Franklin killed that album. And her truly inspired, uh, her inspired by true events album. It's a bop dude. You feel what I'm saying? It's so it's like pay attention, yo, take care of your legends, take care of the ones that's, Take care of the ones that are out here making sure that there's a standard that needs to be met when people walk into this into this space. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like, hey, Tori and PJ is, is just as important to the kingdom as Tasha mm -hmm. and Jonathan McReynolds. You know what I'm saying? You just worship it in a different way. You feel me? Just worship it in a different way. You might have to worship with the, with your <laughs> wife. You know what I'm saying, or your husband. You know what I'm saying. Hilarious, bro. Yo, but I'm just saying, like, hey, yo. we got to take my song right there, and we got to cut that up and make something out of it. That's gonna be the, that's, <laughs> gonna be the new Sunday service album. Yeah, we gonna make that. I'll see. That's gonna be on the next Sunday service album, bro. We got to do it, yo. But check this out. So, uh, no, seriously though, PJ killed it. We know the night before Toby was performing it. Right, LA was popping that. Yeah, weekend. I think the PIA tour was that night. The PJ show. PJ show. Travis Green was at one church. Whoa, you know it on was Sunday on Thursday. So the same night as Toby, Travis Green was at one church. Whoa, where they're midweek. Whoa, I already know that mug was. was. Oh, it was. I saw, I saw oh, video hey, clips. People was straight. You know, oil. Laying flat oil, in front bro. of the altar, bro. It's oil. Ooh. For the new album and stuff? I don't know. I, I haven't listened to any. Because like you said, he didn't drop three. Three since the, he dropped the classic <laughs> and it just dropped three off the back. I like. had to kind of repent about that, man. Like, if the Lord give him, giving him songs, I got to stop hating, bro. I be sound like a hater on the podcast about Travi. And I love Travi, bro. <laughs> Oh, I man. love Travi, bro. Like I really, I, you know, like you, yeah. you know that the Lord uses him. Yeah. I was like, I sound like such a hater sometimes, bro. I was like, man, maybe I just need to pray that the Lord would just give uh, me some songs. You know what I mean? Nah, like, man. <laughs> oh gosh. Nah. I feel you. I feel what you were saying. You just sound like a hater, bro. Nah. I was just like, yo, damn. So no, nah, but I know it was oil, bro. Yeah, yeah, for man, sure. Remember, we, we used to uh, we used to go to one church a lot yeah. just to hang out. Yeah, and, bro, I remember one time 
what uh, I don't think he's a worship leader any, there anymore. Um, but this gentleman by the name of Harmony Samuels, he's a dope producer. And yeah. I remember it was pre. Remember, do we even do that at church anymore? Do we even do pre worship? Remember pre worship songs where they yeah. used to sing songs yeah. before, like the yeah. actual official yeah. worship? Man, Harmony came up. It's like, all right, everybody stand. Yeah, Just bro. lift your hands and worship. Bro. Yeah. It was like oil. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I know we was thinking, like, all right, man, let's see how the worship is. We heard about the word. Let's hear about the word. We was like, oh, my Lord, what is this? Did we walk into the throne? Like, is, is he here? Lord, are you here? I smell you. I feel you, Lord. Are you here? Show yourself. <laughs> like it was, it was something different. We was like, oh, okay, bruh. We we went in for one reason. We left so different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If y'all know, y'all know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. But uh, bruh, yo, yeah. it was so thick in there, bro. And it then was. Pastor, if y'all know, uh, Pastor Raymond. That dude a genius, man. Because yeah. when he preaches, he don't he read one scripture off his iPhone, yeah. and then he give you yeah he an give me hour nuggets. and ten minutes of nuggets. Yeah. I was like, yo, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a dope Sunday too. So yeah, it was man. We just we hung, man. I'm, those were good days, bro. Yeah, good days ahead though. Yeah, good days ahead. Good days ahead. Um. So, but um, yo, like. Oh, PJ Morton concert was dope. We see Sir. Yeah, we see Sir December 13th. Yeah. So ready. That's going to be dope. That's going to be dope. I'm ready for that, too. We got to figure that out, too. We're going to make that happen. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I see Little Brother this week coming up. No way. Yeah, this Thursday. Pray for me, Friday. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless your heart, Concert bro. ends at 2 a.m. I got to be at work at 5, so it's going to be... Yeah, I'm not gonna sleep. You know what I mean? Just so, doing an all nighter, bro. Doing an all nighter, and then I then I bought my tickets to see the Queen, the legendary Anita Baker. No way. I got tickets December 20th, bro. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So me, my mom, my lady, uh, my pops is going. My uncles like my mom. She was she's like, no, we gonna who want to go? Just got the whole row. I was like, yo. So we got, yeah, we got. So we finna go see the Queen before she say bro. farewell. Yeah, yeah. So we seen Anita Baker December 20. I'm going to give y'all the rundown on that for sure. So, uh, yeah, man, look, we know this is, this, is, this is a good episode. This is a fun episode, man. It's yeah, a fun I episode. I need some lightheartedness, bro. Yeah. Been, we went in the trenches last, last episode. Yeah, yeah. Y'all had us going up in there. You know, y'all liked it too. We're going to be back. Just let us just let us, let us recuperate. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, but look. We thank y'all so much for listening to this episode. Go ahead and hit me up on at Raynell Jamal on all my socials, F-B-I-G, Twitter. That's R-A-Y-N-E-L-L-J-A-M-A-L. Hit up the podcast on Twitter and IG at A-Z-S-R-O-O-T-B-R-E-W-S-P-O-D, A-Z, Root Bruce Pod. Um, and we just thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Subscribe. Anything you want to tell the people? Nah, yo, just, um, no, genuinely, uh, and this hit my heart. I'm going to say this. If you have a friend that you really tell them that you believe in their gift and support them with like the new Instagram algorithms and like just how social media is running, like it's going to be hard to like discover people. Right. So share their stuff. Yeah. Like definitely do that. Share their stuff. Like go to a show. Yeah. Wear their merch. Yeah. Like do small things. Yo, stop asking for freebies. Like my friends that have merch, I want to invest in them. Like I've invested in everybody else. If you can pay $125 for some J's. Pay $25 for one of your, your, your friend's shirts. Come on now. That's all I'm going to say. Let's talk about that. Oh, yeah. And I'm at J.A. Davis I.I. at Instagram and Twitter. 
Yeah. I'll Before I get up out of here, man, I just want to send our deepest condolences. Hold on, man. Let me look that up. Who, what's the dude that LeBron dunked on last night? <laughs> yeah, yo. Hey, yo, man, look, just want to send our deepest condolences to his team, him and his team and his confidence. You know, we know it's going to take some time to work that thing back up. But, Bron, why you do that man like that, Bron? You know what I'm saying? Huh? Huh, ladies and gentlemen? Huh? Was y'all hating? Huh? Was y'all hoping that he was just not going to bounce back? Revenge season has returned. You dig? Huh? He might get MVP. What y'all going to say then? Huh? Yeah, bro. Huh? If he get MVP, what y'all gonna say? You know, you know, I'm still on the LeBron train, right? I done stop. I just gave y'all time just to recover, recuperate. But look, man, we thank y'all so much for rocking with us, and uh, you know how we gonna leave y'all. We gonna leave you like we left y'all the last time and the time before that. God never told us to figure him out. He just told us to trust him. Boom, and we out. Hey, what happened to Mace Church though? <laughs> I'm still waiting on the answer. Gone.